Welcome, everybody, to the Tea with Miss McGill show presented by our friends over at Fortune Bay Resort and Casino. So make plans. It's end of the year, right? You got some calm time, you got some days off. Weather's looking pretty good. Traveling shouldn't be an issue. So make plans today to get up to Fortune Bay Resort and Casino on beautiful Lake Vermilion. They have 172 rooms, smoke-free environment, indoor pool, full-service marina, RV park, world-class golf. Several dining options, bar and 24-7 gaming, of course. So get your game on, get up there, uh, fortunebay.com uh, for details and plan your trip today. Welcome, everybody. It is Puka speaking. It is the star of the show, Reed Larson. Christmas week, can you tell? Santa, Santa Puka. <laughs> How's things? They're good, they're good. It's uh, it's like we said last week, it's still the dog days. There's yeah. the sicknesses going around. It's going around our household, the, the Larson household. Little stuffed up, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, just battling through it. Well, We're, thanks for battling last week. You battled hard. We, we got I, through the show. We battled through yeah. the show. I feel a lot better this week than I did last Wednesday when we did the show. And uh, uh, it's Christmas right around the corner. So there's there's... You know, usually not too many things that are better than the holidays. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, so a little feedback from last week's show on the uh, the Bru Award and, you know, just kind of mentioning some people that got some uh, first-time goals. So if you know anyone, guys or gals, that got a first-time goal, leave it in the comments or get a hold of us, and and maybe we can feature them here on the show. Uh, a couple of new subscribers last week, Ely Minnesota Outdoors and Kevin Corbett. So uh, do the same, be just like them and, and hit the subscribe button or follow button. Hoodies and t-shirts are ordered. So those of you that ordered, we, uh, we'll be getting in touch with you on that. And of course, we'll, we'll we'll show some of the merch and stuff. We'll have some on hand here uh, going forward. So episode 72 are officially five weeks into the season already. Jesus. <laughs> Seven, two. So, yeah. So we're, uh, yeah, episode 72, we're, you know, like I said, all of a sudden it's going to be 100. We're going to wake up one day. Yeah. Look how we're doing. The Gretzky one's going to be the big one. The yeah. Right there. Yeah. The 99. That'll be the big you one. You think maybe we could get 99 on? Oh, we should, huh? Let's see. Maybe I could send an email or two and see if he picks up. I'll call Janet. There you I'll go. Janet. There yeah. you go. There you go. She's a scheduler. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> all right. We'll get into it here with our game of the week presented by the Ring Sports Bar and Grill over in Eveleth, just on from the Hockey Hall of Fame. 248-8582 to order in advance. And of course they've got this. So this is you know, Christmas Eve's your last day. So what's that? Uh, Sunday. Sunday's your last day. Once again, the gift card special. Purchase a $50 card, receive $10 free and a free card. $100 purchase, $25 free, $200 purchase, $50 free rink sports bar and grill. Would you call this? No-brainer. This is the no-brainer. Yeah, this is the no-brainer. So once again, 50 bucks. Receive a $10 card, $100, receive a $25 card, $200, receive a $50 card. I was over in the Quad Cities Friday last week, went and got my card taken care of over at the Ring Sports Bar and Grill. So thanks for your support. And like I said, get over there now. All right. We talked last week. Reed was down in the cities and he, he died a classic, three games. Why don't you fill in the listeners on uh, kind of what happened down there? Yeah, well, I'll just talk about, you know, our, our northern connection to that. I'm not going to sit and break down every game outside of the ones that Grand Rapids played in. Just the Grand Rapids games. Uh, Thursday uh, was a little bit of a tougher night. That was kind of the, it's always the kickoff night. Um, and we always end up going there. Grand Rapids always uh, faces off against the Edina Hornets on the first night. And it's, it's, uh, for lack of a better say a better way of saying it, it's always the toughest game that we play when we go there. 
Um, sitting in a bus all day. <laughs> yeah, cruising down, getting checked into the hotel, trying to get ready for, you know, probably one of the biggest, toughest teams you play all year. Um, and actually, it wasn't a horribly played game, except for about an eight-minute window. Uh, there was about eight minutes during that game where they scored five goals. Uh, five minutes at the end of uh, five or six minutes at the end of the first period, they scored three goals. Uh, the Hornets scored three goals on the Thunderhawks. Come back to the second period, the first two two and a half minutes or so, right there, score two more goals. It's five to nothing. Uh, the rest of the game was started to kind of clean things up a little bit. Grand Rapids started to get a few things going. They woke up their legs a little bit. They woke up their shoulders a little bit. <laughs> they they popped a couple in and ended up baking it five to two at one point uh, in the game. And then actually they scored a sixth one at the end and a miscue on a face-off. Actually, it was a shorthanded goal against oh. the Thunderhawks. The Thunderhawks were on the power play in their own zone, taking a face-off. And for whatever reason, got out of position and they scored a shorty. Okay. So... Uh, as a six to two game wasn't real happy. Coach Clapton wasn't happy with the result. Uh, and, and again, you got to be able to play 51 minutes of hockey if you're a high school hockey player. Yeah. You got to be able to play all 51 minutes. You can't you expect that against a team like Edina, where you're going to take seven, eight minutes off in the game and not be ready to play. You're you're going to see a result you don't like. Um, then the next night was uh, a six o'clock game, and the Thunderhawks were. Across the uh, across the aisle from the Edina or the Eden Prairie Eagles, Ooh, yeah, and that was a good battle uh, all night long. It was a back and forth game. Uh, ended up a two two game in the second period. Eden Prairie goes up, scores a power play goal, goes up uh, three to two. Uh, Grand Rapids ends up getting a power play, tying it up, and then they nice. end up popping one in at the end of the game to win it. So nice, it's a four three win. Uh, for Grand Rapids over Eden Prairie, which is a nice was a nice W. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're a nice team. And, and you know, there's some equivalents there. Some of the teams that Grand Rapids has to look to compete against in order to be in the big house are real equivalent to teams like that, yep. Eden Prairie. So uh, that was a big win. It was it was uh, it was nice to see. Uh, Carter Casey was in the net for that game. Okay. Um, and then the third night, come in and play against. Uh, Elk River, and actually we, uh, the varsity played all three goalies. Um, Ryan Kerr played against uh, Edina. Uh, Carter, Carter Casey played against Eden Prairie, and Ryder Miskovich played against Elk River. Uh, and that was another battle. It was just a push all night long, back and forth, a 1-1 hockey game, and then ends up going down to the end of the game, and uh, Grand Rapids ends up popping one in. Oh, and in overtime. So are they looking pretty good, Elk? I mean, Elk, I did. It's a team that remember when they were in this section, kind of uh, paid more attention. Now they're in the eight. You know how? Yeah, I, I, I don't even know how the program is down there anymore. Really. It, it's good. It's it doesn't have its high end skill like it's had in the past, but it's always had a grit, has a gritty play. Okay. They seem to always have decent goaltending. Um, and we definitely got it that night mm -hmm. on Ryder Miskovich as well too. He played really good. So uh, ended up with, I think it was like third twenty eight out of thirty shots. I think he ended up having in that game. So it was good. Um, Good things out of out of all netminders this weekend. Although the score didn't look like what Ryan Kerr wanted to in that uh, Edina game on the first night, that definitely was not all his fault. Uh, he had some some big moments in that game too. So all three goalies played uh, three 
pretty decent performances, but I'm sure he would say no. I'm sure he's a competitor. <laughs> he would say I would want to see a better result on my end, but uh, the effort was there and, and good for him and all three of them. Yeah. So it was a successful weekend. Not very often does uh, the Northern Grand Rapids team go down there and come out of there two and one. Yeah. So that's pretty good. And it's been an awful long time since been it's and it's been since it's been three and oh. So yeah, right. Right. Uh, but but well, impressive. I mean, good. obviously before the weekend and as a coach and as somebody that's a competitor, I'm gonna say I want to go down there and win all three. But if I'm being honest with you, coming out of there after the weekend is over with a two and one record, it's pretty impressive to come. Did, did anybody go on did Edina go undefeated? Uh Eden Prairie went went undefeated then. Well, you or no, sorry, yeah, Edina. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm getting okay. my so they, e, yeah. getting my ease. Yeah, okay. So they did. Up. Okay, Edina went ended up winning all three. Eden Prairie ended up winning two. Okay, they beat. Uh, they ended up winning one. They beat Elk River. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edina went all. Yeah, okay, okay. So pretty Elk good. Elk River went all three. Yeah, yeah. Went three. Okay. All right, perfect. Anything else? No, it was a successful weekend, and like we said before, actually. Uh, you know, you asked me, do these trips do anything for the club? Yeah. The, the trip up north to Roseau, the trip down south the next weekend to the cities. Uh, we're so much closer to knowing what our team looks like and and getting closer and closer to being exactly where we need to be. So just keep building and keep doing the things we need to do with uh, with Thunderhawks. Yeah, perfect. All right. Hammer the like button. All right, another game or another actually item we covered last week was Rock Ridge heading down to the St. Cloud area. They had Little Falls on Friday. They had St. Cloud Cathedral. I think Cathedral is like second in single A going in last week. They've been alternating between first and second. Yeah, yeah, they've been right there. So um, two goals in the third period propels Rock Ridge to a 5-3 victory uh, to seal the deal in the third. Uh, Tiedemann, Troutline, Troutline actually had uh, two Genos there in that one, Dimbario, and Carlson with the goals. Let's play hockey. Actually, had a pretty nice article on that game, so you want to check that out if you're a Wolverines fan. Um, so lately, now <laughs> Rockridge beat Denfeld, Little Falls, Cathedral. They beat Superior last night. Four game win streak improved to seven and one. They're making noise. I mean, it's just you know we had talked the last couple of years how it's got to meld, it's got to come together. It's clearly come together. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is the group that they wanted to be able to make the step to to double A with. This is. Uh, they've got a. They've got a really good goaltender in Ryan Rothbork. They've got a, a first line that's every bit as good as, you know, any of the other first lines you see in Section Seven Double A and Casey Lampa and uh, Chaz Carlson yeah. and um, uh, Dimperio. They, these guys are decent players, and they'd be good on anybody's team, whether you're talking about Grand Rapids. If you're talking about Duluth East or you're talking about Andover, they'd be good on those teams too. So they're going to make some noise because they've got at least one line that can put the puck in the net. And they got a goaltender that can stand on his head when he needs to, and he's pretty good. So, so they're they're doing what they. If you're talking to Rockridge people, and and people over in the Iron Range, they're doing exactly what they're expecting to do. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, I think as the year goes on, they're going to start seeing some competition uh, that's going to elevate their game a little bit more. So, well, and that's what Coach Johnson said in that in the Let's Play Hockey interview. He said, uh, "You know, we don't have that that real high end person that can really, you know, break the game for us." He's like, "We just got to we got to stay balanced. We got to play discipline. We got to play defense. Yeah, and we're just going to keep coming at you." And obviously, like I said, seven and one, it's impressive. Yeah. Um, like I said, the only loss was coming up with the guard world to world, and they were what you said they were up in the third period until was there a major? Yeah, they were tied like or two tied? to two in the, with eight minutes left, and then they ended up losing six to three. Okay, 
And part of it was a five minute major. Yeah, it was all the, three yeah. of their goals were in the third period that world scored run the power play was on that five minute major. Yeah. So without some of that, that luck there, they, uh, they could be an eight and O team and, uh, very impressive. Very impressive. So, all right. We'll now move on to the previews section of the show presented by our friends over at Iron Range Apparel. As you can see, I've made a trip to Iron Range Apparel. They gave us our Christmas gift. So thank you to the Richters and everyone at Iron Range Apparel. So you can see the ODR swag. Uh, so they got it going on over there. Uh, gift Buyers Paradise. Uh, I, I spent some money there myself buying some gifts. So like I said, uh, you know, you're looking for something. Uh, I said, uh, uh, Five-year-old uh, little girl or or your your grandpa, you, you can find something at Iron Range Apparel for everybody. Now I do have a little bit here on their holiday hours. So here's what we got. So this week, Monday through Friday, open 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. For you last-minute guys, and I know there's a lot of guys that are last-minute, right? On the Christmas uh -huh. Christmas Eve, eight to four, eight to four on Christmas Eve. So Iron Range Apparel, Thunderbird Mall, Gift Buyers Paradise. Go check them out and tell them the two with Miss McGill show sent you. All right. Hate to go negative. I got a gripe. I got a complaint. So one thing I always looked forward to, um, I played as a player during the holidays, holiday tournament. Then I was living in Montana. I'd come home around Christmas, visit with the buddies. Uh, we'd go catch a game. Uh, Memorial Building always had three games. At first it was like a tournament format. Then I think maybe more so in your years, they just kind of turned into a, well, three teams will come up and make a three, three game swing, play Hibbing, Greenway, Virginia, what have you. Look, so last week, naturally, I look at the schedule. I'm going to, you know, make my plan to go over there one night. And Hibbing's in Blaine at the Super Rink, I think is what one of the parents told me. The Super Rink, like this tournament, it was the George Perpich. I mean, I played in the early 90s. It was the George Perpich. It was a tournament. Um, so then I started looking around. I mean, uh, Greenway's got Delano coming up on the 29th next week. And then they've got Park Rapids on the 30th. Rock Ridges has one game next week. They got Delano on the 28th. So Delano is going to come up and make the swing. But extremely disappointed. I mean, this is, this is Iron Range. just where hockey's supposed to be played. I want the city's teams to come up. I want to see some different things. Um, very disappointed. And the reason I'm bringing it up to you, because I know you probably had something in me worked hard and because you were probably part of that swing back when you were coaching Virginia, when they were, you know, these teams were kind of coming up, just it's kind of thought or kind of get your thoughts on, on my disappointment. <laughs> yeah, it's there's, I can definitely see the disappointment and if people want to see games over the holiday, I think it's twofold to be honest with you. I think, uh, when you start looking at the holiday season, I, I think over the years, the holiday games or the holiday tournaments have kind of wore out their luster. Okay. Um, coaches and players and families are starting to see maybe a little bit of value in, you know, it's okay to have some practices over that Christmas break, but a break isn't the worst thing in the world. Ah, okay. You know, and I think it's a time for it's a time to maybe take a little bit less of a hit during the dog days. If you don't have those games over Christmas, um, like for instance, we play tomorrow, we go down to Minnetonka and we'll talk about that in the preview. We go down to Minnetonka and, and Grand, then Grand Rapids doesn't play another game until January yeah, 4th. Right. So there's still practice times in there and there's practicing every day, except for Christmas day and Christmas Eve. I'm sure, you know, there'll be teams that'll be shutting it down on those days, but yeah. um but it, it's kind of okay. I think teams are feeling like that break is going to bring some rejuvenation for oh. the second portion of the season. That's one thing. I think the other thing is too, is, is cities teams are, are just as much of a, at a crunch as some of our range in Northern Minnesota teams. I don't think teams, they're gonna have to raise an awful lot of money to make no. trips to come up here. Yeah. And I think it's the, you think about the cost of the charter bus, the oh. charter buses, how much it, 
costs for, uh, I don't even want to tell you. I don't even want to give you a number because I'd be off if I told you how much it cost us to go down to play in that tournament last weekend at the Adina Classic. I mean, that's two nights in a hotel, which is what people would be doing up here, two nights in a hotel coming yep. up. And then you feed the kids wow. two to three times a day, a day, depending on whether they get a continental breakfast at the hotel or not. Uh, then you got to try and find something to do to entertain them when they're not playing during yeah. the day. It, it gets to be, uh, I mean, you throw a number out there. I'm thinking anywhere from nine to $10,000 just to have a team here for three days. When you're paying that bus driver 24-7, yeah. right? I mean, he, yeah. he's, you know, he's there. So so that's part of it. And I mean, here here's the other kicker, and this is just the reality of it. That, that tournament that was over here for many years, the George Purpose tournament, was based out of Hibbing. Uh, but the elements to that were it was always a Virginia game, a Hibbing game, and a Grand Rapids game. Um, and those teams would come up and they would play, and one night they'd play in Grand Rapids, and the next night they'd play in Hibbing, and the next night they'd play in Virginia, and they'd just alternate with the three of them. And it was a good gig because you, and you got good teams up here because the teams were fantastic up here at the time when they started doing that. Um, and the real draw to that is that they want to play – top end double A teams. Yeah. And uh, for many years, it was one double A team and two single A teams with Rapids being the double A and Hibbing and Virginia were top end, top of the section seven single A teams. They didn't mind playing those. And then it kind of dropped off for a couple of years. Okay, well, we'll still get the game in with Grand Rapids. They were at the top of the, the pecking order for double A at the time. Uh, and then Grand Rapids dropped out of it and Greenway came in. So they were able to keep still some of draw, drawing some of these teams in because they still had a high end Greenway team and, and all of that. And I think they just kind of lost the, well, I'm not sure that we're not sure that we still want to play the same teams. Okay. However, you know, they, I think they dropped out at the wrong time for certain aspects of it because look where Rock Ridge is yeah. now and look where Hibbing is now. Coming, I yeah. mean, they still can get that competition, but I guess maybe they kind of felt that it wasn't the same with all the original three, Rapids, Hibbing, and Virginia. Yeah, because I think, I mean, Delano, like I said, still coming up. If ever back being a charter bus, I think it was Delano last year. Remember the snow? Yeah. And I... Someone can comment if they remember it. There was that video that went viral of them pushing the yeah. front of Sammy's Pizza and he uh, had yeah. to push the, push the charter bus. But obviously, Delano's kind of happy. But um, Well, Delano's think, been coming up for a while. Yeah, a long like time. They, Cambridge Isanti, I believe, last year. They started year. coming up. Um, Delano started coming up. I think it was the third or fourth year that I was coaching there that we reeled them. And we had Lakeville North in the year before, and they dropped out, and we brought Delano in, and that was still a good get to have them come up. And Grand Rapids was still, at the time, was still in that tournament. Okay, yeah, yeah. So anyway, a little bit of this point, like I said, hate to get negative, but uh, we were going to do, I was going to preview some games over in Hibbing, but obviously they're not happening. So we move on to a different preview, which is the Thunderhawks down at Tonka, number one, right? Yeah, right now. Yeah, I think talk. it's I think it's a great opportunity for our kids to use as a measuring stick. You you guys, uh, players always want to look at the bright and shiny lights. Like, hey, I wanna I wanna skate up to the camera and flow my hair back <laughs> at the state tournament at the XL Energy Center. Like, you know, let's do it. Flow my hair oh, back. My <laughs> um, everybody wants to make that trip to the state tournament. Well, here's an opportunity for you to prove that you're in the conversation about being able to get there. Uh, by playing the, the the defending state champs, yep. you know, and the juggernaut, the six and zero, seven and zero, whatever they are right now, undefeated, Minnetonka Skippers, uh, they're the real deal. I mean, nine, ten Division One commitments on their wow. team right now. Um, 
Hey, it's it's a great opportunity and, and some something our coaching staff is saying today at practice. I'm really excited to go there right yeah. now. This is an opportunity for you. It's an opportunity for you to prove who you are. Awesome. And, and send a message. You know, you you go ahead and send a message out there. You you do good things in that game. And there's you you got the people out there that are score watchers. They just like to watch scores like, oh gosh, look at what happened here. Look yeah. at what happened there. It's like, hey, this is a chance for you. Yeah. Maybe you go there and you turn some heads. Oh, all right. Well, good yeah, luck. The, the key to it is this, is you don't have anything to lose going there. Right, right. The pressure is not on. It's not on you. If the pressure is 100% on the group that is undefeated right now, and that's the returning state champs. Because they have a target on their back every single time they step on the rink. Um, but they kind of like that there. I mean, yeah. they like the fact that they have the target on their back. Our, our guys are going to go in, they're going to play gritty, and that's just the way it's going to be. And they're going to come out of there. And if they give the effort that they've been giving us the last couple of days of practice... Um, they're going to be happy. Well, yeah, I mean, a nice stepping stone coming off of off of the classic there. So, uh, yeah, yeah, good luck. You never know. Like you said, uh, take luck too. Yeah, 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 yeah luck, luck is always good. <laughs> All right, now this one kind of came to me. Well, it came to me by text from a former Greenway Raider, and I won't say his name. Maybe I will next week if he gives me permission. But he says, "Hey, Puka," he says, "Ely coming to the Snake Pit tomorrow. Seven and two Ely Timberwolves facing up against the one and six Greenway Raiders. What if Ely wins?" And it's like. Well, they just beat the Falls last week. We talked about that. Um, interesting match. I might head over there. Thoughts? I think you should head over there and let me know. Like, I, I feel bad. Uh, I, I I am a fan, regardless if it's behind the scenes or not. I'm a fan of everything that happens over at Coleraine. I, I just like I like the Greenville program. I like uh, Andy Sertich. like him a lot, actually. And he's he doing the right things. However, they've they've hit some tough times right now. Yeah, with numbers and bodies and injuries and and uh, and Ely is kind of staying right where they've been. I mean, they've been in this same spot for decades, but but it it isn't that they've gotten better. It's that there's other teams I think that have fallen off in numbers, right. and sure. I think they've just kind of stayed where they are. Yeah. So good for Ely for being able to maintain their program and continue doing what they're doing. Um, they're they're having a pretty good season. Yeah, it sounds like seven right and now. one. Seven and one. Um, I, I'll still take Greenway. Take Greenway. Like, all right. Well, you take Greenway. Like I said, if I get a chance, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak over there. So, all right. That's it for the previews. We're gonna move on to scores and more presented by Aspire Heating and Control. Uh, they are your local Bryant dealer, and Bryant is the official heating and cooling company of your Minnesota Wild. Aspire specializes in gas, electric, and hydronic heating and cooling systems for existing and new construction. Residential and commercial installations available. Services include forced air systems, boilers, heat pumps, mini splits. They are, of course, licensed and bonded. So give Justin a call, 999-5957. A 20 below wind chill, what, Monday morning. So just if the furnace work. isn't working right, these are the guys you call, 999-5957. Um, get you heated up. Give Justin a call. Like I said, licensed and bonded. Aspire Heating and Control. Just don't. All right, we don't really have any any news on uh, uh, any signees or anything, but we do have some scores and more. So Bemidji trounced by East Grand Forks last night, eight to one. World with another win, three to one over Thief River Falls. Ely, the aforementioned eight to one over um, WSFLG Blizzard. Is that somewhere in Wisconsin? I don't know what that is. I don't even know. That's the longest title I've ever come across. Rosal skated to a 5-3 win over Buffalo. Denfeld, Hermantown, 2-2 tie. That's interesting. Yeah, well, there's a little bit on that conversation. I was thinking about this as I was kind of thinking, about, what are we going to talk about on the show today? And I knew this score was going to come up, and I just thought, 
You know, we mentioned this last year a little bit, and I think even maybe at the start of this season that there are some kinks in the armor at Hermitage right mm. now. There are. And, yeah. and one of the They're biggest vulnerable. kinks in the armor that I'm going to say, and I'm friends with Pat Andrews, so if he wants to give me a call and get mad at me for making this comment, you certainly can, but you can't deny this fact. You know there's kinks in the armor, and it all starts when players don't come back. Yeah. Uh, it happened a couple of years ago, two years ago, when Zan Platt and Max Platt didn't come back. When they don't return to play in the program, that hurts. Yeah, oh, uh, sure. It hurts the program. And it's happened here before. So But it happened again this year. You got Dallas View who didn't come back. I mean, that stings the program. That takes a lot of scoring points out of I mean, you're talking Dallas View, who's probably going to score 50-some points right. this year in high school or 60-some points. And he hasn't come back. That's a lot of points out of your lineup. Yeah, take that off the board. That's and, a lot of games. You know, but it wasn't, I mean, the kinks in the armor. Now this this Hermantown unbeatable Hermantown, they, they can't be touched, is now human. Yeah. Uh, they're starting to show some kinks. And you see that. And and I just think it's hilarious because um, no disrespect to Hermantown because they've done things the right way for a lot of years. But uh, But I look back to programs that have like you know, just last year or two years ago when they when they interviewed coach Dale Jago in the section finals and you know in between periods and they say well what's it gonna well I think it was Alicia Tipke that was interviewing him like hey coach Jago what's it gonna take to come back in this game and he says well probably the messiah <laughs> it, it was the funniest interview I've ever seen but I'm thinking stick with it Jago because right now it seems like uh you know, you're you're playing with uh, a group of guys that can 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 play. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately for Denfeld, this this is the year the Kinks and the Armor are coming out of Hermantown, uh, and they're beatable in the section, which they haven't been for quite a while. Um, and they made the move up to Double A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Rock Ridge. Rock Ridge moved to Double A at a year where they're pretty human over there in Hermantown. It's like you guys made the move. Uh, Hermantown's about as beatable as they've ever been. Well, and like I said, I go with the. I talked to a cloquet parent, and he said, uh, "You know, this was this was during the soccer season." He said, "You know what, Puka, I like our chances. You know, you like I, <laughs> hey, I like our chances much more than than against Andover." You know, he said. So if I were if I were cloquet and Hibbing right now, I'd be chomping at the bit, going, "Oh, these guys are ripe yeah. right now. They are ripe." And and again, no disrespect because they've done things for a long, oh. and it is. It's it's hard to build a program to get it to a championship level. It's even harder to keep it there. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, yeah, they've done a great job down there. All right. Speaking of Cloquet, they fell they fell to uh, St. Michael Albertville three to one. Greenmark shut out by Proctor six nothing. North Shore with a five two win over Moose Lake Willow River. Brainerd falls to Duluth Marshall two to one. Um, I Falls winners five five one winners over Kitson County. And Duluth East stopped by Andover four to two. Duluth East now sitting at two and seven on the year. Yeah, you know what? That's another one of those schedules. Like they're front heavy on their schedule. They they have a. I remember looking at that's pretty tough beginning of the season that they play. So they're hitting some pretty hard teams. Not that the back half is going to be terrible by any stretch, but you know it, it's tough to come out of that five hundred. So. Uh, but that was a, a, a watch game for me as a as a Rapids guy, just looking at, okay, well, you know, we're going to see Duluth East again here just yeah. after Christmas break on January 4th. Uh, we don't see Andover until a month later. I think it's February yeah. 3rd or something like that or 
2nd, that first weekend of February. So we, we don't see them for another month. Uh, it's just kind of good for us to just, okay, let's take a look at how some of these teams are faring that we're going to have to compete against to win a section championship. And right now, in my mind, all of the top teams right now in section seven double a are as human as they've ever been before yeah, sure. hermantown is uh, or should not hermantown and over in my mind is still the team to beat because they haven't been beaten five six years yeah right um but they're they're not the same as they've been okay they're, they're not uh oh crap they're going to score five goals we better score six and they've got this high-end player that's going to put up you know, a hundred points this yeah. year, like they've had two of them last year. Yeah. You know, they've got some nice players and don't get me wrong. They got some guys that are going to play college hockey off that team too, but they're just as human as Grand Rapids is. They're just as human as Duluth East is. They're just as human as Rock Ridge or even Duluth Marshall. For that matter. Sure. I, I see the top four to five teams uh, being, uh, having a lot more parity than they've had in the past three or four years. Interesting. Well, I said new holidays are here. We're going to turn the corner and we're going to go into the dark month of January, but right after the dark month of January is the bright lights of playoff hockey. So it'll, yeah. be, it'll be here before you know it. All right, drum roll, please. The Walleye Scott CFPE Dinah Hornet update. We talked a little bit about them earlier, but a big win last night. Another one, four win win over Chaska. So there it is, Walleye. Your Hornets just keep uh, getting it done. All right. That kind of wraps it up. Anything to add to episode 72? I didn't hear from Walleye Scott last week when I was down there <laughs> last weekend. Thought maybe there'd be a couple of little shots towards the Thunderhawks after we got yeah tipped six to two maybe. down there, but he didn't make any comments. He must That's, have been he must have been walleye fishing. You know that too. You walleye know, he's, Scott. He's, he's he's nonstop. You know, last time I talked to him, uh, he was uh, in South Dakota on the Missouri River walleye fishing in December. Lucky in a boat. So lucky. Um, you know, there's nobody that does it better than him. Nobody living life better than him. But again, happy birthday uh, last week there while I Scott. All right. So uh, please comment. We appreciate your comments. Uh, leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Contact us, GoatSportsMediaLLC at gmail.com. Hammer the follow button. Uh, Tea with Miss McGill, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Musi app. T McGill on Twitter or X. Goat Sports Media LLC if you're looking for us on Facebook or YouTube. T-shirts in the back. Like I said, we'll have the new ones coming. Cash App, Venmo, all that good stuff. Uh, and I, once again, a thank you to all the partners that we have, the greatest partners on earth, the Ring Sports Bar and Grill, Iron Range Apparel, Fortune Bay Resort and Casino, Aspire Heating and Control, Iron Range Goalie Academy, and Team Minnesota Hockey. Merry Christmas, of course. Have a great one. Uh, wishes to your wife. Hopefully she's she's feeling better. And uh, I guess that's it. So for Reed Larson, I am Puka. Get out there and be your dream. You're tuned to the Tea with Miss McGill show.